Get in. Well, it's a hot one today. <laughs> you ready to take a ride? Let's do it. Let's roll these windows down and hit the road. Let my locks flow in the air. Right. It's another episode of Who's Driving? Who's Driving? Who is driving? I don't know. Cruise control? <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome to Who's Driving? I'm Wesley Turner. And I'm Stephen Merck. We're two best friends and entrepreneurs. Who's Driving is an entertaining look into the behind the scenes of our lives, friendship, and business. These are the stories we share and topics we discuss as two best friends would on a long road trip. Along the way, we'll check in with friends and offer a wide range of informative topics centered around running small businesses, social media, and all things home and garden. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You never know who's driving or where we're headed. All we know is it's always a fun ride. Coming up in today's episode, Stephen is going to give us tips on preparing your home if you are getting ready to sell. So if you miss the episode or the background, in addition to many hats that we all wear, Stephen is also a realtor. And we thought it would be perfect, you know, going into the summertime is a great time. Spring, summer Mm -hmm. is when a lot of people start listing their homes. And we're going to give you tips from his perspective on what to do to get your home ready for sale. So before we get into that, we're going to dive into our question box here because we've gotten some questions. Hold up. (laughs) Hold up. I was scrolling through my phone because, you know, we do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, you're scrolling right now. Right now. Is there breaking news? There's breaking news. Okay. Tell me what. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know where you're going with this. one of my favorite people. So, okay, Martha Stewart. I mean, I I love... love, She's a boss. I I mean, I just love her. I love Martha. Me too. Yeah. So, here's the headline. Martha Stewart. 81 years old, becomes the oldest woman to land Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Oh, my god! Is she a rock star or is she a rock star? That's a rock star move right there. That's so cool. That That's really cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, you and I have talked for years. First of all, I want to have Martha's plastic surgeon when I need one because she looks really good. Oh, she looks so and there's, natural. N- she looks good and natural, and there's nothing wrong with the little maintenance little when it looks up. when it looks good. And mm-hmm. I don't know who her person is. But they're they're right. They got it right. Yeah. I've always loved Martha. Uh, we didn't we talk about that in the episode, um, or maybe no, that was on a live sale. You know, everything runs together now. I was talking about. How I miss shows like Martha Stewart's. Oh, yeah. Um, I was saying back in the day, like Kitty Bartholomew. What was her name? Kitty Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Anyway, yeah. the variety craft shows. or like Martha was my favorite. DIY it's shows. It's a good thing. Right. But I loved her show, and everyone did, and that's you know why she mm-hmm. got to where she is. But it had such a variety between cooking and gardening and mm-hmm. just whatever the topic may be, and they don't do that anymore. Oh. They, we need to bring those shows back, and I would like to be. And I love the. Fact, I would like to have a show like that. Yes, personally. I would too. Because there's so many things. I mean, maybe I just need to make up my own channel. I mean, I guess Instagram's kind of that, but you get to show a little cooking, a little flower arranging, mm-hmm. a little gardening, home decorating. Those are the shows that I. Well, miss. I loved her to begin with, right? Well, then when she got prosecuted, which she should never have been prosecuted for, but that's neither here nor there. But when she was like. No, I'm going to prison on my own terms, and I'm going right now, and we're going to get it over with. Yeah. And she came She came out, 
And she is bigger and better and badder than she ever was. Right. That, it I love almost it. helped her reputation and kept her from being, because she can be a little stuffy. Stuffy-ish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that brought her back down to a real person. Real person. I was going to say jokes. relatable, but most of us cannot relate to going to prison. Or <laughs> I anything. ain't been there. I don't I, plan on right. Going. But you know what I'm saying? It made her real, a, a real person, and, and she, she jokes she did about it. it. Right? She did it with dignity and jokes about it, and didn't try to like hide it. Didn't fight it. Was like, okay, right? Yeah, let's get it over with. And then. She's it was teamed, four months. And then she's teamed up with Snoop Dogg on things, which is just, just even funnier. And the fact that she is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Right. I'm, I love her. I'm going to have to see what, what this cover I want to meet like. her. We need her on our show. Uh, well, girl. We need, we need Martha. We are not to that level. We but... need Martha and Snoop on our show. <laughs> We're not to that level, but Ooh. I'm about... I'm a believer in putting the energy out there and, you know, making well, it happen. she is an icon right. in what we do. Right. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, she was the first. She was. She was the... I mean, she brought it. Yeah. And I mean... And she took it to the highest level of, you know, mainstream. Uh-huh. And I just think she looks awesome. And the cover, the photo is amazing. It is. Okay, so... Congratulations to Martha. Martha, we love you. Um, But let's go into our question box here. So these are from Instagram. Okay. I wrote them down because I didn't want to lose them in my box, but I haven't told you what they are. So now these are, these are good, easy ones. Okay. And I kind of picked two that sort of relate to each other. So we'll start with the first one and I got to get better about writing who sent these in. But I didn't. So here we go. And they may not want to be known. That's true. And actually, this first one, I get all the time. And I don't know. It's one of those questions. There's random questions I get on Instagram or social media. And I never know what the angle is from. Like, what do they mean by this question? Not that it's a bad thing or whatever. Like, we all, one I get a lot is I'll show my house and then I'll get a lot of questions. Do you have a housekeeper? And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you saying I need one? Are you judging <laughs> me? Are you judging me if I do have one? Is it just a curiosity thing? I think it might make people feel better like if they don't have one. Yeah. And like they're they feel like their house is messier. Right. And then if they see it and it's clean on Instagram and they're like, oh yeah, they can keep it clean because they it's have all a house. I mean, and Wesley always jokes about my house being camera ready. It, it is. is but there's still that little pile on the island in the kitchen. Right. There's my bed is not made. We still live there. Right. You know, my closet on a normal day is going to have some shoes knocked around. And I mean, we do live in our home. Right. But it's also goes back to when there's just two people, we don't have kids. Like Mm -hmm. you and Dylan don't have kids. Mm -hmm. Me and Daniel don't have kids. Um, that makes a difference. It does. When, when you are, you know, doing things. Also, like our house gets dirty a lot because of the animals, like the dogs mm-hmm. coming in and out on the farm. They pick up dust, you know, the floor, that sort of thing. So That's no, your biggest yeah. challenge Yeah, is the farm. 
And no one's house is perfect. So Mm -hmm. when you do see that, but that's one of those questions, I just never know how to take it. And the answer is yes, we have a housekeeper. She comes Mm -hmm. once a week, every Friday, and we love her. And Same with me, Friday. (laughs) We have different housekeepers, but they come on the same day. Yeah, they do. Um, And it is one of those things that, you know, for us, uh, it's a time management thing. Mm -hmm. Like to have to clean the house, um, and on a regular schedule, because it does have to be clean for social media mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, it was a needed um, thing. Also, it helps cut ca- anyone who I feel like has a housekeeper knows they clean up. You clean up before the housekeeper comes, which is straightening. So it helps keep the house in check. And I do use that as a deadline. Like a lot of times, like if I'm redecorating to show things on social media for Instagram or whatever. I bring home red bins from the warehouse with like the different, like, oh, I'm going to use this on my coffee table, this on my whatever. I use Friday, like I have to have it all done and in place by Friday when she comes. So it it works into the Mm -hmm. scenario. But anyway, that was a whole, that wasn't even part of the question. But so this is kind of along that lines, which I never know the angle of attack, like I said. But the question is, and it said, this is for both of you. Do you think your current home is your forever home? Okay, for me, um, do I think I will always own the loft? Yes. Do no, you? you will sell it. Mm, I I don't think I will. I do. Okay, but I may. Yeah, I mean everything's for sale, right? You know, if if the right is somebody not with the right price, right? I mean, somebody knocked with the price two years ago, and I said no, thank you, right? Um. But yeah, if that, that number, price is different two years if later, that number was bigger. Then yes, I might. Do I have any intent? No. Right. Do I think that will be my last home? No. But see, I think yeah, I think you'll sell it. I'm just telling you as a okay. friend who knows you mm-hmm. and knows us and mm-hmm. how we are. And I think you don't have any intent, but I think you'll just be like. Either because you're a real estate agent and you'll see this house that got listed or you'll be on a walk and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I love that house. Let's look at it. And then you'll be like, oh, I want that. You'll Mm -hmm. do it on a whim. Mm -hmm. And And that's kind of how you ended up. Yeah. Where you are now. And I um, and, you know, we've looked we went and actually looked at a couple houses, but it's just what we like is very hard for me to justify. Right. Because of the the price of the homes in Greenville now. Like every house we've looked at is over two million dollars. Right. And I'm like You're just like, I don't need to, to live spend in that. two rooms. Right. Is it is it, it worth it? Do I do I like it that much? So, you know, I, I really love the loft and um I would see myself more, you know, in 10 years buying another home in like Palm Springs or something. Yeah, like and, another home that you could go visit. Yeah. And to that side, so I guess it does depend on when the whim hits. Mm-hmm. Whim, whim, whim. There's whim, a southern word. Whim. Whim for you. Um, because if you wait much longer, I could see you saying, okay, I'm keeping the loft because I'm going to travel and go to these mm-hmm. places or whatever. For us, speaking for me, not for Daniel, do I think the farm is our forever home? No. I I love the farm. We love the farm. I just know me. Like every day I dream of like building a house or whatever. I don't know. Will it will it happen? No. Will we stay here forever? We could. There's no current plan not to. And then obviously for us, we have the flower farm on our property. So as long as Daniel wants to um continue 
farming, then we'll be here. And we've also talked about like, oh, when the farm gets to like a certain level and, you know, we got our house and farm at a really good deal. Like maybe in a few years, we just keep the farm and this is where we flower farm and the house can be like the offices Mm -hmm. or we could even Airbnb the house or whatever. And then we might live in a different house, different property or something Mm -hmm. like that. You never know. Mm -mm. But then at the same time, we could just up one morning and say, let's sell it all mm-hmm. and, and be out of here. Mm-hmm. So my thing is nothing is forever to you get you a good drink of water. There? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could hear the ice rattling. I, know. I was like, oh, um, but I don't ever think of anything as being forever, like a forever home, a forever business. No, a forever I don't think of it like that. Anything because one, then it feels like too much pressure to me to like whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm enjoying it and I love it. And I love our house. I love the farm. I love it all. But I might love something different next year. You just never know the situation. For now, I just don't foresee selling a law. Yeah. Um, I I could see even buying or building a house and keeping. Right. Keeping the loft. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could always rent it out. You can't Airbnb it, but, but you I could, could rent it. Could rent it or something, and then maybe later you'd want it back or mm-hmm. something. You never know. You That's never true. Know. That's true. So yeah, and I get that question a lot. Like I said, I've never answered it because I don't know what the angle is for. Or people gonna be disappointed that we would like up and move or something. I'll always I hang would. my hat in Greenville. Okay. Well, this leads in to question number two that I actually wrote down because I felt like they tied together. And the question is, would you ever want to, um, re- would you ever want to move anywhere else once you retire? Or do you want to retire, live in South Carolina and then just travel? Hmm. Well, Okay, when I sold McDonald's, I kind of had that opportunity. Yeah. Because I was like... Okay, but I would have killed the, you if you had made I know, but the, for the first time, I could. Right. And I didn't. Because we weren't in business together Mm-mm. yet. You Mm-mm. had no ties. Mm-mm. You could have just... I could have... Up, up and, and moved. Um, my my home home will always be in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but do I think at some point, 10 or, 10 or 15 years, I maybe have a home in Palm Springs... Mm-hmm. And live there part time. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. I think we will. I mean, you never know the future or whatever. I would say we would probably retire and move somewhere potentially. I love South Carolina, but I'm not from South Carolina, and I absolutely love Greenville. So maybe I would retire here. I don't know. I think we haven't keep a home. Here. I haven't thought about that, but I could see us being like, okay, and I'm talking like way down the road. Like we're tired of the years. farming. We're worn out. We're gonna retire to and we're Florida. gonna move. I think yeah, you would go to Florida. Somewhere like Florida or Daniel's always like Charleston or something. You ain't gonna live in Charleston. <laughs> something like that. I guess what I'm saying is I would be open to that scenario because I don't have family in South Carolina. We have Daniel's family here, but like I don't have anyone else. Like the way you, you're a little more connected because mm-hmm. you grew up here. Mm-hmm. I have even less connections. So would I down the road, like way down the road, retirement age, be like, oh, let's move somewhere else. Would I be open to that? Absolutely. And I okay. may live, like I said, I may live in Palm Springs or something. Right. Or Florida. You're you going to be rich. But I would still want a home yeah. to come back to. Because a home of my base. Family. Yeah. I would still want at least my loft to have in Greenville. Okay. 
Well, that's good. Good yeah. to know. And then we could come stay there too, because we Anytime. we we'll probably be homeless. By <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> by then, um, we always joke and say that we're all gonna just buy one big house, and when we're all retired, and just it's gonna be our retirement one home with the nurse. Staff. Yeah, one nursing staff because we're all gonna be. The good thing is, well, not for you. You're the oldest, but. We have Daniel and Dylan are younger than both of us. Oh, yeah. Because that's why I have Dylan. Daniel's five years younger than me. And then we won't mention Dylan's. It's age. great. I've got a built in healthcare program. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dylan. I know, right? Poor Dylan. And I'm eight years younger than you. So we're staggered. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to go. No, not necessarily. You never know. You never know. Look at Martha. I might be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> yeah, you get it, girl. <laughs> I hope you are. I hope all your dreams come true. Okay, so, well, talking about moving and houses, I guess that we didn't plan that, those questions. That's but perfect that, lead in, right? Yeah, leads right into our topic and today. It is, it is the time of year to sell. Right. Because kids are getting out of school. It's time when people can focus on moving yeah. and listing. And it's so funny because people say, I'm thinking, you know, you always get that question. What do you think I should do? You know, and it's such a loaded question because right. you don't really, it so much depends, depends, depends. Right. So these are kind of the basic Right. Things to do. So this is your, okay, so we're going to lead in and Stephen is going to give us a list of things that you should do and look at as you're preparing to sell your home from his Mm -hmm. realtor perspective. Um, and, And a lot of these are things that you can do proactively before you're getting ready, while you're getting ready through the process. And this is what you would tell your clients. And that you can do. do yourself. Right. And not spend money. Okay. Or you can hire it done. Right. So get us started through the process. The, now, is this something they should do uh, before they reach out to their realtor or? It wouldn't hurt. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't hurt if they have a good realtor in their area. You know, they can reach out ahead of time and they may give them some some other, other pointers right? Um, that would help. So um, I would say I would probably reach out to your agent first okay, and say, here's what we're doing and see if, you know, get their feedback. Right. Um, that the first thing I would look at is your, your front yard. Okay. Your curb appeal to your home. Right. I mean, if that doesn't look good, people are just going to keep on driving. You know, you've got to look at your front door, make sure that's right. And that's where your agent can come in and help. Right. You know, make sure your your planter boxes, your your planters by your door, all of that's right. You got to make sure that your yard is planted and not dead. And you can do simple things. If you don't have a green thumb, it can just be a plop and drop situation of hanging baskets or simple. Uh, ferns that you drop in containers. I will say the one thing that we did, I'm going to add this in before you get started, Mm -hmm. that made it really simple when we sold our house is definitely get a notebook and make a checklist because you can prioritize what you can. Like I was able, because we listed pretty quickly and I was able to mentally unload by writing everything down and then checking it off. And I knew it just helped me out so much to know that I wasn't missing something. And I was able to say, okay, on X day, I have four hours to work 
what can I knock out on this list and get the most done? Like Mm -hmm. this coordinates with this, and then I can easily move on to this and this. And it just made a schedule. It keeps you from flopping in the wind. I think checklists are absolutely super important. I probably should do that daily, but. But checklists help all of us just to be able to mark through it. Right. Because it's so easy to forget. Right. And then you're worried that I forget something. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was just mine. All right. So number one is your curb appeal. So you're yes. saying front door and not just, you know, make sure it's clean. Like clean. your dog p- prints aren't on there or you don't have something spilled down. Yeah. It. Your, that's your, your shrubs being trimmed. Right. Your planters being right. Make sure you have the right season flowers. You know, you need a little pop of color. Even yeah. if it's in a planter, it right. doesn't have to be in the yard. Yeah. You just want that to look really nice and grab that person's attention. Right. You know, because when you sold your house and I sold my house, the number one thing our houses had going other than the zip code was was the the curb curb appeal. appeal. We sold our house only off of curb appeal. From an out-of-state person. sold it to an out-of-state person Mm -hmm. over FaceTime Mm -hmm. and over the asking price. Mm -hmm. And it was all because of curb appeal, mm-hmm. staging, and decor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably got to the house and was like, what did I just buy? Well, afterwards? I mean, it because was what it was, but it, it just was looked a, good. It was such a small house. Right. And it sold so quickly at such a great price. I mean, right. it was yeah, it was the curb appeal. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And the next thing that ties in with that curb appeal, but also plays a part on the inside of the house is clean all of your window. windows. And even don't forget to pressure wash your sidewall, mm-hmm. your driveway. And to you, you think, oh, it's clean. But I promise you, if you pressure wash it, you're going to see mm-hmm. how dirty it really and was. And cleaning the windows, you will you will not believe the difference yeah. in the lighting right. in your house, just having the windows clean. Right. And people will notice when there's dirty windows, it, it's noticed. Right. It's not a good thing. The next thing kind of moving into the house okay, is, and this is where an agent could really help you with this because you get blind to this, is you have to declutter the entire house. Right. And everyone has heard that, but then you think, what does that really mean to declutter? Yeah. And it means having, if you do not need it in the room, it needs to go. Yeah. Because you won't as much negative empty space as you can because you want to show off that square footage. Right. You want to make it feel roomy, feel open. Right. Because it's about the house. It's not about you and your decor. And or your, your kids' I mean, photos. Right. You have to have it decor so it feels homey mm-hmm. and plays on the emotions. But really, they want to see how big the room feels mm-hmm. or that sort of thing. And they want to envision their look right. of the room, too. I would think clutter would be the hardest thing to get across to a client because what's clutter to you, what's clutter to this person may not be clutter to the homeowner because it's like, oh, that's been sitting there for however long, whether it's a stack of books or... It's very subjective. Right. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's very subjective. And the other thing that's very subjective and everyone has a different perception of it is cleanliness. Right. My clean and your clean could be two totally different things. Right. So you kind of have to, that's where your agent will come in and really help you. Right. Um, Because one person would come in and say, oh, this is perfectly clean because they live in a pigsty. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. And it isn't. Right. So you have, that is, uh, that is something that can be challenging. Right. Um, thankfully, I do not have a problem telling someone. I can imagine you're very good at walking in and saying, mm-hmm. this place is filthy. Well, it, and that's no, exactly how you would say no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, there's you a little sugar, there's a, no. There's a nice credit. way to say things. Okay, but you just have to get it across because you're not. They are hiring you to sell their home at the highest price possible, right? And if you're not honest with them and you're not helping them, you're not doing your job. Correct. And so, what do you do? What do you do as a realtor when they're not? Um, responsive to your suggestions? Because I feel like some people would probably be like, well, I'm not doing anything. Here's Um, the house. Then you can offer a person to come in and do it. Okay. Like I have a number for Mm -hmm. someone to come clean Mm -hmm. in the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how do you handle that? Because I could see that getting frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's awkward, but usually, you know, in my personality. Yeah, you do. Like it or love it. Right. Or, you know, or leave it. I don't know. But, I have a way of making light of a situation, but getting the point across like, yeah, we got to do this. Right. And, you know, and I can laugh it off and go, you know. Yeah. You know, we need to do this. I know you think that's okay, but no. No. Yeah. And it's for their well-being. Right. Okay. So we're cleaning the windows. We're clean. We're making great outdoor curb appeal. We're going to declutter the house. Okay. We're getting rid of. Nana's lamp and the kids' pictures. And from- what do you suggest someone, like, what do you do with these items? Where would I take these? I mean, storage unit. So rent a storage unit and just mm-hmm. add them in there because mm-hmm. you're going to be moving anyway. So you just go ahead and pack s- them up. You start the pre-move. Or um, now, because things have changed, I recommend pods because you can have the pod brought out. Yeah. Or any it. pod version. Yeah, pod version, whatever. Because there's units. A mobile, yeah. a mobile storage container. You can pack it, and then they can take it and store it until you're ready to move. move. And then you're not making a lot of wasted trips. Yeah. I think that's the best thing. Okay. Because I could see that being a problem for some. It's like, mm-hmm. what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. these things? I mean, Absolutely. you don't want to get rid of them, but like, where do I put them? Absolutely. You can't junk up your garage either. No, 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 no. That's part of decluttering. Yeah. Okay. And the next thing you kind of touched on that is organizing and cleaning out all of your closets and garage. Yeah. And any other basement, attic, you need to make it look very clean, organized, like there's tons of space. Right. You can't show closets like bulging at the seams. Like mine get about once a year and I have to clean mine out. Right. You know how all right. of us yeah. pack them and pack them and pack them. You can't do that. Right. Because that... Then the buyer can't visualize. Well, and you're kind of saying, I don't have enough space to live here. Right. It's what you're kind of saying. It's true. In a subliminal kind of way. It's tr- No, it would totally be true. Because if I went in and was looking at a house and the, the closet was just bulging packed, I would be like, well, I'm going to have that same problem. Right. There's not right. enough storage in this You can't do house. that. Yeah. You can't So you got to clean that out as part of your mm-hmm. cleaning. So, And I always tell my clients, I mean... And, you know, you always run into different situations. If there's going to be one area that you do have to put boxes or something, I'll let that be the garage. You know, you yeah. pick you pick your 
poison. Mm -hmm. Ideally, it's putting it in a storage container and letting it roll down the road. But, (laughs) you know, and the next thing is, which may seem really simple and weird, are light bulbs. Oh, my gosh. There's so many different kinds of light bulbs. Right. And it drives me crazy to go into it. I don't even know what your point is on the light bulbs yet, but I'm just going to tell you. It drives me crazy when I go into a house or somewhere and all the light bulbs are different ones, like throughout. It's a problem. It's a bright, it's a daylight, it's a soft white. It's a problem. It's a visual problem because it makes you notice it. It makes you notice it and... It makes your paints look very different. It can make your it can make certain things look dirty. It, it's just it's just a mess. So you want to make sure all of your bulbs are like the same warmth level. Yeah, I prefer a soft white. Right, me too. And I think not um, the daylight. No, because it's blue. No, I do the daylight or the bright white are fine in a in storage areas. Yeah. That are dark, you know, like closets, basements, pantries, pantries. But in your home, you want that nice, warm, soft light. Right. Um, Bright, but soft. Right. And make sure there's no bulbs that are burned out. Because, Uh, I mean, you're going to look at that and go, was that an electrical issue? Right. And it seems simple, especially when you're living in the house. You just automatically, oh, that light bulb went out. Mm -hmm. But I can remember going in houses and then flipping like a switch on and then not doing anything. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. is that, is there a problem? Mm -hmm. Or is the light bulb just out? Well, Mm -hmm. no one knows. I mean, you have to go through the process to ask or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, it does give you that feeling of, is something wrong? Mm-hmm. And it seems so simple. Like you would think the mind would just automatically go to, oh, the bulb's out. But and for me, it was immediately yeah. like, oh, is is there something wrong with that? You know. And that's something when you do get it under contract and you do get a home inspection that's going to come back on the home inspection. Right. As having to be dealt with because the inspector is going to say this needs to be checked. Is it a problem or is it a bulb? Right. So just making sure all of your light bulbs work, you're eliminating a whole step. Yeah. A whole little issue. Okay. So we got our bulbs changed. We're light and bright Mm -hmm. and pretty. What's next? The next one's a biggie too, and this is very subjective, is make sure your house smells good. Yeah. Because if it's clean and it doesn't smell good, it's not clean. Right. Because that's people are going to perceive it as dirty. Right. But here's what I feel like is, like you said, this is subjective. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... For this one, you can go, you can't make it smell too good, Mm-mm. like you're covering something up, Mm-mm. but it has to smell fresh. Clean. And I also feel like that is where you would need your agent or a best friend mm-hmm. or someone who doesn't live in the house, because you do get used to the smells of your home, especially if you have pets or something, To for someone to come over and you say, does it smell good? Mm-hmm. What do you smell when you walk in the door? Does it smell good? Because it can't be overpowering like you've doused it with a bottle of perfume. Right. To cover us something right. up. And you can't have a plug in around in every single outlet, but you want it to smell fresh, clean, welcoming. Yeah. Nothing offensive. Right. You don't want it to smell like a dog or cigarette smoke or, or like you cooked onions. No. Or cabbage. Or fish. Oh, yes. Nothing. Gross. Nothing like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then when it's showing, you know, um, I like, I just like 
candle. I've always had a home that smells good. Right. I love that. Scent. But you can do either candle or you can have the Puras. You know, we sell those online at the uh-huh. Nested Fig, and uh-huh. I have three in my house now. <laughs> um, the home diffuser that you can control from your app. We'll have to put the link to that mm-hmm. in the show notes. We need to because you, those yeah. are wonderful. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. If you're needing your home to smell good, the Puras are so good. And you can program them. Right. And that would be, if you're worried about, oh, there's going to be showings, I don't want to leave a candle burning, that would be good. Because you can also, you mentioned, program them to turn on, but also how strong they are. Mm-hmm. So That's, that's little, perfect for home showing. Yeah. little plug there for... That is that is a good idea, though. Yeah. Glad you threw that in there. That is perfect though, yeah. for showing. Um, and the next one is, make sure any small repairs are made and... Basic maintenance is done, like your air filters. People notice that. Right. And and I notice not only the air filter, but the outside where the return air is. Because mm-hmm. the, the, I'm like, well, did they just change it? Because you can tell how much dust is built up on that return mm-hmm. air vent there. So not just the filter. I mean, you obviously need that done, mm-hmm. but make sure the outside of it is mm-hmm. clean as well. And your gutters. Gutters, Yeah. I mean, that's a huge maintenance issue right? for a house. And, you know, just going through and looking at little things, is that, you know, did that outlet burn out? Did it, you know, short out? And is it, you know, got... Is it dangling there? Or smoke Oh, the stained. little black yeah, marks the black going marks. up where you plugged in something and yeah. it blew up? <laughs> yeah, just making sure any small repairs around the house, you just go ahead and take care of it. Right. Because it makes it look more well-kept. I mean, you're wanting someone to fall in love with it and buy your home. Right. So you got to present it as best as yeah, possible. And that's an easy thing. And the crazy thing is these all these things sound simple, but until you're doing it, mm-hmm. it is great to hear them. But also they can bring you more money than you think Absolutely. by having all of these things done because it all collectively adds up. And I mean, when I walk into a home, I can tell the people that are very on top of maintenance and that kind of thing. You can tell when you walk in. What do you feel when you walk into our home? Yours would be a conversation where I'd say, (laughs) we need to make sure the gutters are cleaned out, the filters are changed, but I know you. No, but we have that on maintenance plans. So we're good. So you're good. We're good. And that's the thing. You yeah. know how you are. Right. You know your personality, so you get that on a maintenance plan. Right. Otherwise, the filter you would manage, never get changed. You manage it. Right. That's We all have to manage ourselves. We have to know our weaknesses, yeah. for sure. Yes. You, you have to pick your poison. Because I personally would put a filter in and not think about it for five or six years. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I think I would too, but... Being in McDonald's for 30 years, my brain worked on a plant maintenance yeah. schedule. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's bugging me right now because I need my Sub-Zero refrigerator service because right. I know it hasn't been cleaned in two years. And it's it's right. It's fine. I went to clean it and I just don't have all the tools that make it easy to clean. to clean. I don't have them anymore. I used to have them, but I don't have them anymore. So I'm like, I just need to call the Sub-Zero person to come out and do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it is about managing your weaknesses and, and knowing them. And I, I know I got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. And the next thing is, and this sounds horrible and 
Uh-oh. Again, you don't have to worry about your agents because your agents are licensed, uh, state licensed agents, but you still have a lot of people coming in and out of your home. Right. Especially depending home. on the market. Yes. Lock up your valuables. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. To think about. You need, and maybe you take them to offsite, offsite to parent, friend, you know, and not, and I mean, jewelry, watches. Cash. Silver, no. cat. I mean, not anything like that because, right. you know, it's... Birth certificates, yeah. passports. You just never know. I mean, I know the agents can be trusted, of course, but you don't know... What someone's capable yeah, of. Yeah, you don't know their client, their clientele. Right. I mean, my gosh, we just don't know. So I always tell client, anything that is very valuable to you, put it away. Right. Make sure. That's very good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So I was going back and just thinking about how I mentioned, like, the thing that helped me was a checklist. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I was just thinking I didn't clarify. I went room by room. Mm-hmm. And almost like, and I do this now, like, I did this in um, January. Maybe it was February. And then I've given up on it. I got a lot of the things done. But I even do this for spring. It's almost like if you're building a house and they call it a punch list Mm -hmm. or whatever, that's the same way I did it when we were selling our house. And that's how I do like my spring cleaning. I go through each room and like look at it really hard. What do I need to do in here? And I write down every single thing, like whether it's clean out this drawer, clean out this closet. I need to touch up this paint. I need to burn the place down, whatever it is, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it makes it so much more manageable Mm -hmm. to break it down into list into. Mm -hmm. And then if I, when I did it room by room, it just, okay, today I'm knocking out this room and I can do this. Lists are great. I always walk through and do a list with clients. Yeah. That's a great way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do you have on there? Is that your top? That That's my top eight. Okay. Oh, top eight. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a question for you because this wasn't on your list. And mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, it's been a while since, well, we bought a house in Florida. Mm-hmm. And we did not follow protocol, but it no, worked. It worked. I was, I was a horrible, horrible agent, and we did everything I would say don't do. But yeah. it worked out fine. It worked out fine. So there are exceptions, but it was funny. <laughs> it was the market. Though. The market, and through the process, when we were buying the house, Stephen is like, I am doing every single thing I tell my clients do not do. Yep. Um, because we bought it sight unseen over FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get an inspection uh, because we bought it as is. We bought it as is because that's just what we had to do. What we had to do to get the deal, and it was a good deal, and we mm-hmm. it, it all worked out. We don't advise that, but it worked mm-hmm. out. Sometimes no, you got to. I do not advise that ever. Do not do as I do. Right. <laughs> do as I tell you. But what about doing? Because I've heard people talk about like getting your house. I don't know what you'd call it, but like getting your house inspected before listing it. Is that a thing? That's a great question. Because you always, well, usually you're going to go through a house inspection process unless you're dumb like we were mm-hmm. and say, oh, we don't need mm-hmm. one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go through it and that's when they're going to find issues anyway. Mm-hmm. So is there like a benefit? Because I'd never heard of that being done. 
into I saw I don't know I, I just heard it mentioned somewhere. Do is there a benefit to doing one before it's listed? I didn't even know you could do that. Yes. I guess you can call them just like Yes, you can we could have your we could do an inspection right now on your house. Oh, great. But um yes, it is a thing and it depends, it depends, it depends. Okay. And I think first of all it depends on the client in the personality because you have those clients that are, are you talking about the person who's selling the house? selling the house okay. well it'd have to be because, yes okay so that type a person that says i want to know exactly what my bottom line number is going to be right and i want to know anything that's wrong and i want to go ahead and get it fixed yeah that's perfect for that person yeah doing the pre-inspection and just going through hiring someone and taking care of everything. Because then, I mean, I would think it would be beneficial also because anything that comes back in a home inspection as an issue, minor or big, well, Mm -hmm. first of all, they get all grouped together. So Mm -hmm. it always seems like a bigger deal Mm -hmm. than it really is Mm -hmm. when you're buying or selling because you get this report and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. But I feel like as... It, it becomes a negotiating thing mm-hmm. when they come back and there's like, well, there's all these issues. Well, some buyers were like, well, we'll we'll fix them, but we want this much off the price now. And and the other thing you can do, you can present the inspection report. Say it was really good and there was five things on there that needed to be done. You can offer that up to the buyers and say, this was the inspection report we did. Here's the invoice of the things that we repaired. Yeah. And then they may see that as a benefit, like, oh, we don't have to do an inspection right. now. Right. Right. And I think it, again, it depends, it depends, it depends. If the house is... But it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And if it the house is two years old and it's been impeccably maintained, I probably wouldn't do a, an inspe- a, a pre-inspection. Inspe- I probably wouldn't. Okay. if Because you're probably not going to find that many surprises. No. If, it, if the house was 10 years old and, and it was my house and I maintained everything and I knew, I, would, I probably wouldn't. Right. Now, like, um, if you were going to sell your house because it has some age on it now. Yeah. Um, I would say, let's go ahead and do a pre-inspection. Yeah. And let's just wipe out. Because it helps you keep from being caught off guard. And they come back and they're like, well, your roof is completely mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. It also helps you from a time management standpoint, because if you wait until the buyer does the inspection, you've you got have, a few weeks. Right. To get it. To get it done. Yeah. And you're caught off guard and you have to agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree, are you going to lose the, the sale? It's just. Are you going to make in less a corner? Mm-hmm. You're kind of in a corner if you wait. Mm-hmm. If you think there's um, problems, mm-hmm. that's a good, it good really, way of yeah. looking at that. Yeah, it just and it really just depends on the person. Now, I will say this: here's the negative, and mm-hmm. it's not really a negative; it's just a fact. The chances of the buyers using the same inspector that you've used for the pre-sale inspection is Slim to none. Slim to none. And every inspector is going to find different things. Yeah. So they're still going to find something because they're being paid to find something. Right. So you can, you you have to know there's that. But obviously, if they check the main systems out in the house, you know, the electrical, the plumbing, the HVAC, the uh, foundation, on. you know, yeah, termites and so on and so forth, you're going to be okay. Okay. So well, it I'm can ready. be a good thing. I'm ready to list now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. 
<laughs> okay, so that's our that's your good advice. I yeah. feel like that's all great advice. Yeah. Now, put you on the spot. Okay. Have you had any like funny realtor stories happen with clients like awkwardness have you ever walked in on anyone nude or uh, has there been anything um no i have not had anything like that i haven't been, caught someone like in the middle of an affair or something no i've or, been spooked once uh-huh. you know and that's when you get that eerie feeling yeah then the, the hairs raise yes, up on the back of your neck yes. you know i um went to i was on floor duty so i just took a call and it was someone I didn't know. Yeah. And it was in a city that we don't live in. Right. Um, that I do not know very well. And they wanted to see a house. And it was in the winter. Mm, so it, it had got gotten dark, dark early. At like 6.30, it was dark. Right. So I was meeting strange people in the dark. Strange In a city. neighborhood I didn't know. Yeah. In a vacant home. Oh. And it had a basement. Oh, your thing. You don't like the I'm not. Yeah. And they wanted to see the basement. You're like, go on down. I was like, there you go. There's the light. The door is open. You may go look. Right. I'm not going with you. I do not know you. Did you tell them that? No, I did not. I just said, I'm staying here. Yeah. And they were fine. They were fine. But I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Mm-mm, not putting nope. myself in that nope. situation. So, I mean, I've told all my um, female realtor friends, like, anytime you get have a showing like that and call me, if, I, if I'm available, I will go with you. Yeah. Because you never know. You never know. Well, that is very nice for you to offer that, to go with someone as well. Because mm-hmm. I would think that would be one thing for me that I would be very hesitant on well, I mean, I would not make a good realtor of all the things that I can sell. Houses would not be one of them. You would be I, good though because you no, have a good vision. I I do. I could walk you through the vision, but that's where I would be limited because I wouldn't want to meet the clients on their time. I wouldn't want to if I saw a house and I was like, "This is a great house for you," and then they're like, "I don't know. I want to keep looking at fifteen more." Mm-hmm. I, I do, and I have. Good patience. I'm a very mm-hmm. patient person. But we also are very decisive people. Right. That's my thing. And I know a lot of people are not. See, I can, if I'm shopping for a home, me personally, this is before I had my license. But right. I mean, I've always kind of invested in real estate. I knew, like I could tell you by the street. Right. I knew if it was a waste of time. Or not. Yeah. And it just all depends on what it is. If it's an investment property, that's completely different than a home I'm going to live in. And But I'm very decisive decisive on what I want. Yeah, we are too. And that's when we looked at this house. This was actually the only one we ended up looking at. And it was like, I mean, and it was a shit show. Mm-hmm. But we knew, we saw the potential and we were like, yeah, we can It was a- scary. It, I didn't talk. This is one <laughs> I didn't say a word for about an hour after I came through. Yeah. Just because it was overwhelming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was very overwhelming. It's a large property. It was a mess inside. It was a mess outside. It was the whole thing. Just was, a mess. Was just a mess. And so, but we could see the vision. Yeah. It had good And we bones. were like, okay, we can take this off. I mean, mm-hmm. we we knew. And I knew us, you would be fine because you're workers and you would be fine. Right. And we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were doing it again today, would I do it? Probably mm-hmm. not. 
And we even knew with this being a larger house, because our house is larger, and I do get that. That's another question I get on Instagram as well. And sometimes it is very judgmental. Like, the two of you need that size house or whatever. But we walked in, and the floor plan worked because we were like, okay, there's just two of us, but half of the house is just all open. Mm -hmm. So we were like, we know we can use these areas. And we use our house very, very well. The only parts of our house that we don't use regularly is our guest rooms, which no Mm -hmm. one does except for when you have guests. So, And that's all kind of on one side, and it works out. Yeah, it's on one eat. It was a good decision for us. And I mean, we still got plenty to... Got a great deal. We plenty to that we could remodel and do as mm-hmm. well. All right, girl. I think we've reached our destination this week. Well, let's get out. Are you ready to get out? I'm ready to get out. I need a little stretch snack. my leg. I need a snack. What is your favorite road trip snack? Oh my gosh, I don't know, but we always do road trips together. We eat everything. I know. Let's go get some. Yeah, let's do it. We'll see you next week. Remember to check out the show notes below and we'll have the links to everything. We'll have our hotline number down there. Remember to um, text us or call us if that. And maybe we will call you back and you can find our Instagram handles as well to see more of what we're doing. Bye. Bye.